Turn to Psalm 61 for just a moment, please. Psalm 61. You know, as you're turning there, uh, we hear this phrase a lot, and it literally takes on a whole new meaning at this point. You never know what tomorrow will bring. As we woke up early Friday morning, we never imagined what we would see across our city. I mean, as you're laying in bed, it sounds like a war zone going off, literally. But still, you never would have imagined what took place. And it's one thing just to look around your neighborhood, but then as you got out to see, wow, this is really all over the place, you begin to realize this is real, and it's happened. But even as you experience what we're experiencing right now, from a spiritual standpoint, we still have everything that we could ever need. Most of us in this room, you may be cold, but you have a roof over your head. You've taken on a whole new meaning about the word blessing. And you realize that even in a time like this, God is still at work and God still blesses. And it's been so neat as you've been around the community to see people helping and going the extra mile to do whatever it takes. And a lot of times not even knowing who you're helping. And I'm going to say what Keith said, that is okay. That is what we are called to do to help and to minister to one another in the name of Jesus. And you begin to realize at a time like this, you do what you can do. And then you begin to see you can still do a whole lot, even in the dark. How many of you have gone through your house, now be honest, with no electricity, and you've still flipped on a light or pulled the chain down or whatever, done that so many times and you just feel like an idiot but you're reminded you have no power but then we're reminded that at that point we lean upon the greatest power that is always available to us church and that's the power of the most high of God and so I'm sure the word shelter and refuge has popped in your mind a lot. And I want you to listen to these thoughts from the psalmist, beginning in Psalm 61. Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. I long to dwell in your tent forever. We're on a camping trip right now. We're cooking the best way we can. But do you see what the psalmist says? He's reminding us that we long to dwell in the tent. That's the work of God. That's the hand of God working and protecting us in a way that only he can. And he says, I long to dwell in your tent. What's the word? How long? Forever. And take refuge in the shelter of your wings. For you've heard my vows, O God. You've given me the heritage of those who fear your name. 
Increase the day of the king's life, his years, for many generations. May he be enthroned in God's presence forever. Appoint your love and faithfulness to protect him. And then will I ever sing praise to your name and fulfill my vows day after day. And this thought about shelter and refuge continues from the Psalms in Psalm 91. Listen to these words. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers and under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. And then jump down to verse 9. If you make the most high your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. And you will trample the great lion and the serpent. And because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. You know, when you think about those two words, shelter and shadow, you see the image here of a mother bird under whose wings baby birds find safety. And that's the picture that those who trust in God, literally this text can be translated this way, those who trust in God enjoy his hospitality and his protection. So God is the God of hospitality. Many in this community, many in this room who have power have shown hospitality to those without. But more than that, our God shows hospitality to us daily. He showed it in a great way by sending His Son to be born, as we've read about this morning, to live a life for us to follow in His example, to go to the cross and to die a cruel death. Only at the time that Satan thought he had won, only then was a new surprise going to happen and Jesus was resurrected to take care and to seal the deal forevermore. Aren't you grateful for his birth? Aren't you grateful for his life and his death and his burial and his resurrection All of that is a blessing to our life. And all of that works in such a way that we've been blessed in order that we can be a blessing to somebody else. People have blessed you this week. 
But I guarantee you, you've blessed somebody else as well. And you will have the opportunity to continue to bless people in the days to come. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. And at the end of the day, we can rest in the shadow of the Most High to believe this one phrase. It's going to be okay. Amen? It will. Now, do we want our power back on? Yes, we do. And so right now, we're going to sing a fun song that takes a whole new meaning. Turn to page 650 in your song book. Send the light. <laughs> and as we sing this, not only do we pray for power to come back on, but more than that, we pray that God will always use us to be a light in a dark world. And I'm serious about that. And so let's sing the first and last verse. I love the last verse. Let us not grow weary. Takes on a whole new meaning, doesn't it now? And so let's sing the first and last verse, and we'll go from there. There's a call comes ringing o'er the restless wave. Send the light, send the light. There are souls to rescue, there are souls to save. Send the light, send the light. Send the light, the blessed gospel light. Let it shine from shore to shore. We'll send the light, the blessed gospel light. Let it shine forevermore. And let us not grow weary in the work of love. Send the light, send the light. Let us gather jewels for a crown above. Send the light, send the light. We'll send the light, the blessed gospel light. Let it shine from shore to shore. Send the light, the blessed gospel light. Let it shine forevermore. We'll send the light, the blessed gospel light. Let it shine from shore to shore. Send the light, the blessed gospel light. Let it shine forevermore. Turn to Matthew chapter 6 as we close. And I want to read beginning in verse 25. And then we're going to sing a song, O Lamb of God, a song that will serve as a song of encouragement, a song of invitation this morning. And so we want to have a time where if you have any spiritual needs, we've talked about physical needs this morning, and we're going to do everything we can to meet those physical needs. But I know some here this morning may have some spiritual needs that we need to pray about, that we need to... Uh, that you just need somebody to lean upon, and we want to have that time. Maybe you're ready to be baptized into Christ. Last I checked, the water's warm, <laughs> so it's okay. Uh, but whatever those needs may be, we always stand ready 
and available to assist you in any way that we can. And I want you to listen to these words from Jesus when he says, do not worry. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Hasn't it been beautiful the last few days to watch the birds? And you can really see them right now. I mean, they really stick out. Jesus says, if I can take care of them, I can really take care of you. And you have nothing to worry about. And so why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. And if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, oh, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore... Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Here's another fun phrase. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And even in the trouble of those days, we still find hope. We still find shelter in the shadow of the Most High. And we praise God for that. Amen? Amen. Let's stand as we sing. Your only Son, no sin to hide, but you have sent Him from your side to walk upon this guilty side. And to become the Lamb of God, your gift of love they crucified. They laughed and scorned him as he died. The Sacrifice the Lamb of God. O Lamb of God, sweet Lamb of God, I love the Holy Lamb of God. Oh, wash me. blood my Jesus Christ the Lamb of God I was so lost 
lest I should have died. But you have brought me to your side to be led by your staff and rod and to be called a Lamb of God. Oh, Lamb of God, sweet Lamb of God, I love the Holy Lamb of God. Oh, wash me in His precious blood, my Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. Oh, Lamb of God, sweet Lamb of God. Ethan Hall um, comes forward this morning with a prayer request. Uh, many of you may have known Timmy Chapman uh, from our community, and um, he was uh, killed in an automobile accident uh, yesterday. And so we want to lift uh, the Chapman family up this morning in our prayers. And um, Ethan, thank you for bringing that to us. And also, um, our sister Kathy Marshall comes forward this morning, and many of you may remember uh, a couple of, about a month or two ago, um, Mason Nye, who was a student at Paris Junior High, uh, took his life, and that is uh, a family that Kathy has been very close to, and it's, I mean, it's part of her family, and so uh, Cindy is, is uh, Kathy's niece, and Cindy is the mother of Mason, and, uh, and she's really thinking about them right now during this time of the year uh, as they grieve the loss of their son. And as you can imagine, anytime a tragedy like this hits, it's really hard for people to even want to leave their house and want to even go on with life. And so 
uh, we want to bring the Nye family uh, before us this morning and pray for them, and, and we're going to pray for Kathy. Kathy is always one of those servants that's always thinking of somebody else and never herself. And uh, Kathy, we love you and we appreciate you bringing this to us this morning. So I'm going to ask that we join hands as a family this morning and uh, let's go to God in prayer. Father, this morning we come before you and we recognize you as the God of all comfort. And Father, this morning we have a couple of families on our hearts that are grieving loss. Father, we pray for the Chapman family right now as they grieve the loss of, of Timmy. And Father, I know right now this family is hurting in so many ways. They don't have the words to say. And I pray for those that are reaching out and ministering to them right now and just showing them strength. And I pray that your blessings fall upon all those. But Father, I also pray this morning for the Nye family as they continue to go through anguish and sorrow and loss as they continue to grieve the loss of their son, Mason. Father, I know that his family is hurting, and I know a lot of his friends at the junior high are hurting. And I pray, Father, that, that you be with all of them and that you hold all of these families close to you. And may all of these people, Father, feel your presence. And may they walk with you. Father, use us and use others in this community to reach out and help lift these people up. Father, we thank you for the blessings that we've been reminded of this morning. And we are grateful for the way that you use us and you allow us to be involved and participate in your kingdom. Father, help us to realize that these are kingdom matters and that we are called for such a time as this. I thank you for our time of worship this morning and for the songs and the scriptures and the time that we've had just to praise your name. And I pray that in the days to come, as we recover here in our community, that you be with each one of us and that you be with all the workers that are in the cold and that you just bless all of us, Father. And may we be a light in a lost and dying world. Again, we thank you for Jesus and we thank you for sending your son at just the right time to help us and to take care of us. It's through his name we pray this morning, and all of God's people said, Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask that we stand right now, and Lewis is going to share some words and lead us in our closing prayer from our shepherds. <laughs>